This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons by Rev. Adam Moline of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. In the name of Jesus, amen. Beware of false prophets, Jesus says. That seems easy enough, right? This should be a short sermon. After all, we are LCMS Lutherans. We're Missouri Synod catechized. We even understand closed communion. We have the right doctrine. We know to avoid false teachers like Joel Osteen, Rick Meyer, Rick Warren, Joyce Meyer, and Rob Bell. We are the theological descendants of Martin Luther, who said, here I stand, I can do no other. And not only are we LCMS Lutherans, we're members of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, a congregation known across our synod for being stubbornly confessional in our teachings. Do we need to be reminded to beware of false prophets? If we have a pedigree such as ours, do we really need to have a Sunday on these texts? Shouldn't those false prophets beware of us? After all, we'll straighten them out, right? At least that's the attitude we have as we boldly confess sitting here in these pews. But in a little while, we'll walk out the doors, sit in our car, and return home to our normal lives. And then what do we do? Well, at home, we probably turn on the TV. In fact, the average American watches three hours of TV per day. That's nine times more over the course of a week than you sit in church on Sunday morning. And what does our TV tell us as we watch it those three hours a day? What message does it proclaim in its shows, in its commercials, in its news, in its entertainment? Are all the TV shows wholesomely LCMS Lutheran? No. The news channels promote non-Christian worldviews. And if you disagree with those non-Christian worldviews, what do they say? That you're backwards. That you're old-fashioned. That you need to be canceled. 
Talking heads tell us that our political leaders and political parties can save you if only you vote for them. But they don't talk about Jesus, the cross, blood, and resurrection. TV shows undermine God's gift of biblical marriage. In fact, they don't even hide it anymore, do they? The fornication, the homosexuality, the decided lack of modesty in the people that we see. In fact, if we think about it, TV, in a sense, is a prophet. It keeps on telling us things, and we keep on listening. And if we're honest, TV is a false prophet. Well, luckily, today we live in an age that is unplugging TVs. After all, we have other screens, phones, tablets, computers... But they too prophesy to us, don't they? Smartphones and computers open the door to pornography and false teaching for countless numbers of our children and our members. Video games have taught an entire generation of men that sitting on the couch moving electrons around in a small plastic box is an acceptable alternative to going out and sacrificing yourself for your family. Through our screens, we access social media, and suddenly hours of our time are consumed, scrolling through endless pages, learning what everyone else thinks and says. We don't know how to have a conversation with someone sitting in the same room as us anymore. The average person spends two hours and 25 minutes a day on social media. That's the same amount of time we spend on one day if you go to divine service and Bible study on a Sunday morning. And through those screens, false prophets speak to you. False prophets preach their sermons. So Jesus says, beware. Okay, so I turned off the TV. I turn off my phone. I turn off all of the screens in my house. Then what? Maybe I'll just go to the library and check out a nice book to read. But even there, false prophets are present My family was at the library the other day, and this pamphlet was front and center. You couldn't miss it as you came in the door. Do you see what it says? Rainbow Reads, New LGBTQ Plus Books for Kids, City of Lincoln Libraries. 
Does that message agree with God's word? Should children be reading books that talk about sex at all, let alone sexual deviancy? No. And yet all June long, the entire entryway of the library was full of books doing just that. False prophets preaching to your Christian ears. Or maybe you've heard about climate change. Another false prophet preaching directly to you. And what does it preach? That Mother Earth is the most important God. That you need to sacrifice your life and your way of living to her. And if you don't sacrifice to Mother Earth, then we will all perish as the earth slowly gets hotter and all the plants burn up and die and all the animals slowly starve to death. Hasn't God already declared that our world will be destroyed by fire on the last day and that a new heaven and a new earth will be made? Is that what they mean when they talk about climate change? No. Not at all. But those false prophets don't want you to listen to God's word. They want you to listen to the words of Mother Earth and all of her priests. Or they might just legislate it so that you must. Dear Christian, we could talk about more false prophets till we're blue in the face. We have heard them preaching in our lives, in our homes, on our radios, in billboards, in political ads, on screens, in churches, and in more. Just calling ourselves LCMS Lutheran doesn't mean we do not need to heed the words of Jesus. And so he begs us in today's gospel lesson to beware of false prophets. Why? Because through all of them, Satan is at work on you to undermine your faith, to hurt your belief in Christ, to drag you into the fires of hell, to separate you permanently from God. That's why Jesus says, beware of false prophets. Well, Pastor, how do you know what a false prophet is and what a true prophet is? Jesus says you judge them by their fruit. Any message, idea, thought, or proclamation that teaches something contrary to God's word comes from a false prophet. 
Anything that tells you something different than the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, as it is revealed in God's holy Bible, is a false prophet. It's of these messages that are contrary to Scripture that you must beware. I want to point something out here. I think the word beware is telling. Lately, I've been trying to ride my bike to work with gas prices being so high. As I do so, I ride by a yard that has a sign attached to the fence that says, Beware of dog. The dog is there. He barks and he jumps. I beware him, but I still must ride my bike by him to get here to church. I pay attention to him and am ready to respond if he suddenly jumps over the fence. But unless I want to add a long distance to my ride, I have to go by. In the same way, there is no place on earth that you can go. There's no way to cut out all of the false prophets of this world. Even if you turned off all the screens, unplugged your electricity, hid in a box in the bottom of a hole in the middle of the forest. Satan is still going to find ways to preach false words into your ears be it through any of those means that we have talked about. That's why Jesus doesn't say, completely avoid false prophets. It's impossible. But he does say, beware. Watch out. Be alert. Pay attention and tread carefully when a false prophet appears. To beware, then, you must also know what the truth is. I ride my bike by that yard. I know that dogs bite. So when the sign says, beware of the dog, I watch for teeth as I ride by. God's Word teaches us the truth. It tells us that Satan is a liar from the very beginning. So when I hear words or messages, I see if they're true or if they're a lie. I watch out for Satan's tactics. And to watch out for lies, I must know the truth. And so must you. That means you must know God's word. You must know what is true and what is a lie. And to do so, you must read and study and learn God's word. You even could sing it in hymns, memorizing them so that it can be carried with you and brought to mind in an instant. So part of being aware means being here in church, in Bible study, 
in worship. Perhaps even being here in those things more than the amount of time we spend listening to false prophets. You see, it's here, and only here in church, in corporate worship of Christ's church, that you learn what the good fruit of the Scriptures gives. It's here at a faithful congregation that you learn who God is, what He has done for us, how He has defeated Satan and his lies, and where your hope for eternity lies. That message comes to you here in God's holy word, preached and taught. A word that proclaims Jesus crucified and risen for you, for your sins, for your salvation. It's here. We not only preach about Christ crucified and risen for you, but we eat his body and blood for forgiveness, life, and salvation. It's here that we remember our baptisms, how we were clothed with his righteousness that covers all of our sins. It's here that we put on the whole armor of God so that we might be wary of false prophets. So here's the truth. You are surrounded by false prophets and false messages. And as long as you're alive in this world, you'll never escape them. And so you must beware of them. And you must also hear Jesus. Now, if possible, it's probably good to avoid the major pathways that false messages come to your ears. If your hours of social media open your ears too much to the lies of Satan, you would do good to stop using social media. If the library pushes false prophets and their messages in your ears, go and complain to the head librarian, the city council, and anyone who will hear. Maybe even go somewhere else. Our congregation has two church libraries with none of the propaganda. If your retail store advertises dresses on boys, shop somewhere else. You won't avoid it all, but you can lessen its impact on your ears. Be in God's house more. Imagine if you heard God's word more. If you read the scriptures more. What impact might that have on your life? 
Beware of false prophets. Jesus begs you. The truth is, you won't do so perfectly. At least not perfectly enough to save yourself. You will fail. You will listen. You may even occasionally believe something that is not the truth. When that happens, repent. Repent of your sin. Repent of listening to the lies of Satan. And return again to the beautiful, blessed words of Jesus. Remember that he washed you and cleansed you by his blood. Remember that he purchased and won you from all sins, from death, and from the power of the devil, and all false prophets, with his holy, precious blood, innocent suffering and death, so that you may be his own and live under him in his kingdom. That's the gift he's given to you. You belong to Jesus, not false prophets. You will live forever with God, not burn forever with Satan. It's Jesus who rescues you who guards your ears and your hearts from all the false prophets of this world. He speaks a word to you. Come to me, and I will give you rest. You will not save yourself by avoiding false prophets. Only Jesus saves. His blood, his sacrifice. He has done what you could not, and he counts it in your account. He lived a perfect life for you. He died and rose for you. He forgives your sins where your hearts have wandered. You are now Christian. And as a Christian, you heed the words of Jesus. Beware false prophets. That's the Christian life. Being aware, but receiving from Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. This has been With Intrepid Heart Sermons by Pastor Adam Moline. The words, With Intrepid Hearts, come from the conclusion to the Book of Concord where it is written, By God's grace, with intrepid hearts, we are willing to appear before the judgment seat of Christ with this confession and give an account of it. 
We will not speak or write anything contrary to this confession, either publicly or privately. By the strength of God's grace, we intend to abide by it.